Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we talk about how having sex can impact your overall health. And I want you to think about this quote from Kevin Trudeau, who said, most people have no idea how good their body is designed to feel. Mm. And I think as we're talking about sex and your overall health, I think it's going to be something for each and every one of you to think about today. But we start each and every one extraordinary marriage, marriage show with a hug. And for those of you that are brand new to the One Extraordinary Marriage family, we just want to say welcome. Yes. We're so excited to have you. And then you may be wondering, what is a hug? Well, a hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the One family, someone whose marriage has experienced change or transformation. Mm -hmm. And this week's hug is sponsored by ZipRecruiter. And, you know, I don't know, are you hiring have you been thinking about posting your position to job sites and, and just, you know, going, oh my gosh, I'm going to be waiting and waiting and waiting for the right people to see it? Well, ZipRecruiter knew there was a smarter way, so they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experience, and invites them to apply to your job. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through their site in just one day. I don't know about you, but that seems really, really fast to me. And ZipRecruiter doesn't just stop there. They even spotlight the strongest applications you receive so you never miss a great match. The right candidates are out there and ZipRecruiter is how you find them. And they've got a special deal for the One Extraordinary Marriage family because right now our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash one, O-N-E. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash one. And see, the thing is, ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. So make sure you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash one. And this hug actually uh, comes from a Facebook post that we received from one of our Physician of the Month Club members. Mm -hmm. And she went on to say, your guys' podcast has opened my eyes to what intimacy really means. I'm learning how to be open and vulnerable with my husband in every aspect, which I'm still not fully comfortable with. I was raised in a family where we rarely talked about things unless it was ground shaking. Being open and showing emotion is a sign of weakness to me. And yet just in the last two months that I've been listening to the podcast, I can see the impact on the way I look at myself and our marriage in a good way. Mm. It's going to take some time, but I'm looking forward to the journey. Thank you for everything you've shared to help other marriages thrive. Mm -hmm. I love that. And hey, starting today, we have opened up the new and improved position of the month club. Mm -hmm. So come check it out. You can start and partner with us for as little as $2 a month. You can come check it out at positionofthemonthclub.com. And as Tony said, uh, right as he was opening the show, we're going to be talking today about how having sex can impact your overall health. And the truth is, is that we all live in a very crazy, stress-filled, 
overstimulated, living on the hamster, you know, kind of world, right? You have those days where you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm just kind of holding on for dear life because there's so many demands Mm-hmm. on our time. And, you know, daily we receive emails, we have conversations with people, we, you know, we're talking to people on the phone and whatnot. And, and we hear about people who are dealing with anxiety, stress, ailments of all kinds, cancers, low libidos. And honestly, it, it could be like a laundry list. Oh, it, it goes on and on. I mean, we get those emails each and every day. And we've experienced it even in our marriage of 21 years. Absolutely. Absolutely. And all that stress and craziness often makes people disconnect. It, it's it's that huge gap or that chasm that starts to come between husbands and wives. And, uh, you know, that disconnect, that chasm, one of the places where it shows up is in your sex life. And, and you start to see this with all the excuses mm-hmm. that come out. And, you know, I'm sharing excuses with you as the former queen of excuses of the bedroom. Like I could have had that title, the crown, the sash, everything, because that was me. You know, some of those excuses, and maybe you've heard them or said them in your own marriages, you know, I'm too tired. I have a headache, a backache, a stomachache, an an ache ache, Mm -hmm. right? I'm stressed. I'm overwhelmed. I've got pain here, pain there, pain wherever. And, you know, it's interesting. I think one of them too, even for for guys sometimes, that, that I'm too tired as well. Yeah. You know, just coming in long, long weeks, long days, you know, so I think each of these go both ways. Mm -hmm. It goes from a husband saying it to his wife and a wife saying it to, to her husband. And, you know, we know from our own marriage and we've seen it, I've seen it countless times with my coaching couples where in that place of disconnect, of stress, of overwhelm, you know, you're feeling all this anxiety and all this kind of stuff. Sex has actually moved into this place where it becomes one more thing on the to-do list, on the to-do list, mm-hmm. right? One more thing that I, oh my gosh, I got to make time to have sex with my husband. I got to make time to have sex with my, you know, it's almost like the Eeyore mentality, like, oh, woe is me. Mm-hmm. I have to have sex with my spouse, right? Instead of, instead of looking at it as, you know, what if, what if it was the one thing that would help you take care of all the other things, right? Because when we, when we adopt this idea that we want to get healthy, right? Like I'm thinking in terms of nutrition or in terms of fitness, right? Most people, when they think health, those are the two categories Mm -hmm. that they think about, right? We're, We're quick to get a gym membership, Right. We're quick to try a new diet or jump on the latest exercise trend. I think even some, sometimes it's uh, sleep. You know, how do we get better sleep? Um, what, what's, what's how, even like, I even hear this too, for even getting healthy, like better skin. Like we have, we have a 12 year old daughter and gosh, love her to death. But oh, you know here what? It comes. But, but no, no, no. But there's just so many different YouTube videos that, oh, yeah. you know, she shares. I mean, she's just amazing when it comes to even makeup uh, artistry and all this already. But I mean, it's just like even skincare. Like we think about like the health of our skin, and which is important. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying it's something else that we, a lot of us will think about, you know? Right. And yet I'm curious, you know, we look at all these external things And I'm just going to throw this crazy idea out here at the top of the show. What if part of the solution was actually in between the sheets, right? What if your bedroom and what happens in your bedroom specifically, and I'm going to spell it out because I know some people are like, well, I just need to spend more time sleeping in my bedroom. No, I'm going to spell it out for you because guys, this is Elisa and I don't like, you know, go vague on anything. What if specifically having sex with your spouse 
could have an overall positive impact on your health. Mm-hmm. And I just want you all yeah. to camp there for a second because I did just tell you that sex could and is good for your health, right? Because I, I actually, I went to Google with the search term sex for good health in preparation for the show. And you know, you can look at WebMD, you can look at a slew of medical sites and the evidence is clear that sex is good for your overall health beyond the orgasm. Right. It's not just like, hey, having an orgasm is a good part of, of sex. No, the actual intercourse, you guys being together, touching, penis and vagina, thrusting, having fun, that is good. Even if you don't have the orgasm. Right. And that was a whole nother show that we did about orgasm being the ultimate goal because that's not always a necessity for sex, sexual intimacy to be amazing. Mm -hmm. Right. But, but we've got to look at this because I think as some of you, I think a lot of you are actually missing out on a key way to improve your health because you're not having sex with one another. Right. You're, you're not taking advantage of what you have in your bedroom to help you with things like anxiety and stress and overwhelm. You're you're passing up a good thing, guys mm-hmm. and gals. You're you're passing up you're you're passing up the answer because you're thinking all these other things are keeping you from making that connection. Instead, we need to we need to do a mindset shift here. Where we start looking at, okay, wait a minute, what can I do? Hashtag, what can I do? Mm-hmm. Hashtag for this year, what can I do with what I have? And what you have is a bedroom and a spouse. And here's the, the one thing I want to say. If your bedroom is a room in your home that stresses you out because there's overwhelm in there. Maybe you have laundry piled high. Maybe the bed hasn't been made in a while. Maybe it just it doesn't look too many toys, too many electronics, too many, too many. Maybe, maybe you got a kid in there that needs to be sent to their room. Then you, you need to address that. And I say that in all seriousness, folks. Too often, you know, we hear it that, well, our room is this or our room is that. Or our room, Man, you need to make your room your sanctuary. Make that bedroom your sanctuary. It is yours. Make it a place where you guys can go relax, can have fun. We, we even talk in our, um, we, we shared b- before our 11 must have items for your bedroom. Mm-hmm. And these are just 11 items that you can add to it to, to make it this place, this, this sanctuary, this reprieve where you and your spouse can enjoy each other and in that process have sex. So if you want to check out those items, you can go to one extraordinarymarriage.com slash must have. I will, uh, I'll put that in the show notes as well. Awesome. But let's start talking about how sex does improve your health because I was actually a little blown away at the number of different ways. And we're just going to touch on a few of them in this show uh, because I just want you to be thinking, okay, if this is good for my health, then we need to do it more. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, let's just, let's just put that out there at the beginning. Sex slashes your stress levels, right? Thank you for the endorphin release, right? We need, we need less stress in our lives both husbands and wives. So let's start having more sex to have that connection because lower stress, I mean, we've talked about this in a few shows recently, like when we were talking about um, anatomy of an erection, right? Like the impact of stress. We've been talking about high blood pressure. Well, lower stress equals, you know, lower risks of some cancers and other heart attacks and heart attacks, not other heart attacks, but and heart attacks, right? Because we're reducing stress. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing. 
A very good thing. That's a very good. Sex helps to reduce anxiety. Because when we're connected with our spouses, not just, you know, the physical, like Tony said, penis and vagina, but our skin is touching. We're, we're embracing one another. We're cuddling. We're naked. I was just talking to somebody the other day about sleeping naked, right? That skin to skin contact, all of that, that touch, all of that time together is actually anxiety reducing. And so if you're telling me I could really use a little less anxiety in my life, Elisa, I'm going to tell you, you know what? You might need to get naked and have sex right? Sex lowers blood pressure. Good grief. There is an epidemic of high blood pressure in our world nowadays. Now I'm going to say this, Lisa and I are not doctors. Thank you for the caveat. If you are on, you know, any medication for these, we are not saying to stop. We are saying to increase your sex life, make sure you're making an appointment with your medical professional and discuss this with them. Talk to them about this so that you can feel healthier overall in your life. Yes, please do not stop medication and say Tony and Elisa said so because Mm-mm. we did not say so. We did not say so, but we want to educate you on on the possibilities for each and every one of you to step into a place where you have better health doing what you have access to right in your own home. Right? Come on guys, like let's let's get into this place where we're we're actually being proactive about our lives. Instead of just going, well, this is just, you know, this is just the way it's going to be. My spouse and I are going to be disconnected. My health is going to suffer. Everything starts spiraling down. What if instead we say, you know what, we're going to, we're going to actively seek out ways to connect, right? Because another benefit of sex that it helps to keep your hormones in balance, estrogen and testosterone, which both men and women have, like, let's keep those things, hormone balance. I'm just, I I did an interview a while back with uh, Rhonda Jolliffe who her specialty, she's a, a nurse practitioner. Her specialty is menopause, yes. right? And so we start talking mm-hmm. about hormones and being in balance. And let me tell you, you want to be, you want to be balancing your hormones. You want to keep them in as much balance, both men and women skewed hormones for either sex is not a good thing. So doing what you can to keep them balanced. Now here's one that I kind of had an inkling on this next one because I've seen it play out in our own marriage, but seeing some of the research around it actually kind of, I was like, oh, yay, we're actually living this. Sex begets sexual desire, right? So when you're not having sex and you keep not having sex, you get into this place where you don't desire to have sex. Mm -hmm. So if you want to reverse that cycle, and start increasing desire, you actually need to have sex. Let's talk about that here real quick. Let's just pause on this point because I think this is a big one that many of us have come across. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we get married with all the best intentions. We say our I do's. Uh, sex is something that we perform regularly. Maybe uh, in the early years, kids come around. It starts to decrease. We start looking at each other as, you know, eh, you know, we're, like we said earlier in the show, we're busy, we're, there's overwhelm, there's some stress going on. And so we forget there's, there's nothing really driving us to, to have sex. Um, and so w- where would a couple begin if they're at that place? Maybe sex is only once a month, once every couple of months. W- w- what would you share with them to do so that they can begin to do what, what we shared here was sex begets more sex. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't had it in two months or three months or longer, six months or 12 months, or or, or it's just sporadically, how do I start? Mm -hmm. It it starts with a couple of different things. One is 
you need to revisit what it means to romance your spouse because chances are when all of that life has gotten in between the two of you, you've stopped actually connecting on a romantic level. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. functioning as business partners. You're functioning. I've heard the term, you know, when it comes to the kids, I've heard that you're functioning as co-parents, right? Because you're, you're just in this very transactional, a needs to get done. Fine. I'll do, you know, step one and step two, you do three and four, or, uh, you know, Johnny needs to go here and Susie needs to go here. Okay. I'll take this kid and I'll take that kid. The bills need to be right. So we, we function at a very transactional level and you have to go back to this place of what did I do? Mm-hmm. whether it was two years ago or 20 years ago to actually woo court fall in love with this other person. And it may not be the exact same things because your spouse has changed. Mm. Like, let me just tell you truthful, your spouse has changed. So it's, we start getting into the conversations of how, how can I romance you these days, these days, not, you know, not how did past. I not in the past, you got to have the conversation for now. And then here's the thing. You have to do what your spouse says, right? If they say, you know, I really like it when you hold my hand. Don't be like, oh, your hands are clammy. I don't like holding your hand. No, hold their hand. If they say, I like it when you, uh, you know, I've had people say, I like it when, you know, my wife will just stop what she's doing and meet me at the door when I come home from work. Okay. To the best of your ability, stop what you're doing. Meet him at the door when he comes home from work, right? We have to be people who we have to be couples who say, I'm going to actually put the relationship first. When Tony and I were in this place all those years ago, before we did the 60 days of sex challenge, when we were roommates who happened to be, I guess you could have used the term co-parenting at that time. We were just happened to be raising two kids. And ironically enough, we were sleeping in the same bed, but that was about where it went. What changed for us in the 60 days of sex was that we got super, super intentional about the marriage And that relationship being the primary relationship, we got intentional about, well, what do you want to talk about? And listening, what do you want to do? And listening and doing that. It wasn't like, "Eh, we're just going to keep, you know, drifting apart. It was no, we're going to get like crazy radical. And and you're, you, if you haven't been having sex, what we're talking about today, you may be like, oh, I wish. Well, it may for you start with handholding. It may. Yeah. And for some of you who maybe are, are having sex, maybe not as often as you want. I think what Elisa said was wonderful there right at the beginning was romancing each other. And I'll say for us right now in where we are in our marriage, I would say for us romancing is what matters most for, I think for me is what's underneath her underwear, her bra, like, her panties. Like what's, what is underneath? It, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting thing, but nobody else sees it but me. And there's something about it when, I mean, it was just even the other day she was putting on these, she, she has this turquoise bluey color. I don't, I, apparently I think Tony likes me in I, turquoise. I, it just, it's, it's, it looks beautiful. It looks sexy on her. And she was putting, and she's like, Hey, don't look because I'm putting these, these blue underwear on and we can't have sex right now because we had just had sex taking a shower. But it was something like that to us. I think right now in the season we're in, it's not what anybody else would ever see. It's what we get to see. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why you've got to know your spouse. Uh, you, in addition to that whole idea of sex begetting sex and increasing libido, additionally, the more frequently that a woman has sex, we move into this place of increased vaginal lubrication. Yes. For her. Which we have learned. That is totally that's my the story. Truth. That's the, that is definitely the truth. Enough said. We have seen that. 
I, I am living proof mm -hmm. because in the years before, and so there were 11 years before the, the 60 days of sex challenge, uh, I did not self lubricate. I mean, my poor body was just always like, eh, not happening. <laughs> Basically I'm not letting Tony in and it was painful sex and it was just miserable and all this kind of stuff. We get into this place of the 60 days of sex and, and beyond. So the last almost 10 years of our marriage and it's rare now that I'm heading you know, into menopause, it is happening a little more frequently, but it's rare that I do not self lubricate. Mm -hmm. And I will just say a little aside on that is that, uh, obviously lubrication, self lubrication helps you to be more comfortable, but don't be afraid. Don't be embarrassed. Don't think it's a sign of anything. If you have to have lubrication on the side of your bed, in your shower, wherever you have sex, mm -hmm. we actually have lubrication anywhere that we might have sex. We do just we do. in case, just, different kinds, depending on where we need it to be. So use it liberally, use it a little. Well, be careful on using it liberally. Well, I'm just saying use it liberally in the sense of make sure you have it and use it if you need it. I'm yes. not saying, you know, if, Don't you throw, apply too much. if you apply too much, believe me, we've been there too, where, oh my goodness. And it's a, it's slip and slide and there's no friction and it's, it's tough that to <laughs> orgasm on, on, from, for me, from a, from a guy standpoint, but use it. There's nothing wrong with, with adding lube if needed. Yeah, just a couple more ways that sex is good for your health is, you know, it is exercise, right? And ladies, if you've ever opened your eyes and seen your husband having sex, you know, well, first of all, do that from time to time. It's nice to actually have eye contact for the two of you, but you can tell he's definitely getting a workout and so are you, right? It actually, um, the other part of the exercise is that it helps to tighten your pelvic floor muscles. Mm -hmm. So if um, incontinence has ever been an issue, postpartum or whatnot, then like, let's tighten up those muscles. Hello, kiggling. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's good guys for men. Can do, guys can do it too. Yep. Very good for us. Good for men and women. And the last one that I want to share is that it does help you sleep better. Right? It releases uh, prolactin, which helps with those feelings of relaxation and of sleepiness. So, you know, you might be listening to all of these. Okay, Lisa, like, that all sounds amazing. I can see how this would be good for me. But we're not there. We're not in a place where we're having sex regularly and we want to, we want to share ideas on how you can do it, but we definitely want to thank this week's sponsor, ZipRecruiter.com. And just a reminder that ZipRecruiter, you know, is going to learn what you're looking for, identify the people with the right experience, and then invite them to apply for your job. And right now you can try it for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash one. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash one. So what do you do? right? Because some of you are you're brand new listeners to the show, or maybe you're not a brand new listener, but you've been in a season where you aren't having sex. I'm going to encourage you to really look into the intimacy lifestyle. And that's all about scheduling sex. That is by far the ultimate way that you're going to be putting sex on your calendar. If we honestly, if Elisa and I did not have the intimacy lifestyle in our marriage to this day, I would tell you more times than not, week by week would go by with us not having sex. And it's not because we don't desire one another. It's because it wouldn't be top of mind, right? And and here's the thing. Why are we leaving our sex life to chance? You wouldn't, if you signed up with a trainer, okay, can I just go back to my, my physical fitness? If you sign up with a trainer or you start taking a spin class or you're you know meeting your buddies for you know a mountain bike ride, or if it's on the calendar, guess what? You're going to do it. There are people counting on you. You've made a commitment. You've paid money. You've done all of these kinds of things. Can we get into this place 
we're, we're no longer waiting for the stars to align or, you know, it to be the right temperature or any of that other type of stuff to have sex. Or the famous or the infamous spontaneous sex. Oh, it has to be spontaneous or it's not worth it. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like we have spontaneous sex each and every week because something new happens, some way we get into our our lovemaking and it's fun and it's exciting. Absolutely. We make it happen. So if you're waiting for spontaneous sex, I don't know many things that just spontaneously happen and then they go for it. So start putting a plan around it. Search the intimacy lifestyle here on the site. You're going to find us. You're going to find numerous articles, numerous podcasts where we talk about it. Get on it. Get on it and make it your own. Don't follow mine and Elisa's, but make it your own. I like that you kept saying get on it. Get, get on, on it. it. Get it's on it. Serious. And maybe the two of you have never had a conversation about your sex life and about how to how to incorporate different things with that and what it would look like to have a healthy sex life. And I'm going to encourage you, and I know Tony will put a link to this um, in the show notes, is to check out 19 Questions to Amazing Sex with Your Spouse. Mm-hmm. You can find that at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash 19 questions. But here's the thing. Those questions, I will tell you, 21, almost 22 years into our marriage, we still go back every, we go back probably once a year, every two years. Yeah, one to two years. We'll every do one it. to two years. We'll just revisit it. And that information is continuously impacting the quality of our sex life, our frequency, what we do and how we do it. And more importantly, when we were just talking about the romancing part, we begin to learn what our likes and our dislikes are now. Folks, we're constantly growing. We're t- constantly expanding. We're, we, we've experienced new things that we like, and maybe we didn't share it with our spouse right there in the moment. Mm-hmm. But when you go over these questions, you can go back to that moment and go, you know what? I really enjoyed when you did this to me. That was fun. Or maybe you do pick up some lube. You know, you pick up a couple of them, and you find that one of them really is the one that just tingles, and it makes you guys just go, wow. Let them know that. That 19 questions allows you to just explain, share, get connected. I'm telling you, when we do this, I- I'm hornier than ever afterwards, personally. Because when we do what? The 19 questions. Oh, okay. Be- because okay. afterwards, I'm like, Elisa, Elisa's just like, well, I like this and I like this and I want you to do this. And I'm like, bingo, let's go. Like, <laughs> Tony's like, can I do all of it right now? Let- let's just go do those and let's have fun. For some of you, it might be the first time and you only get through a couple of questions the first time. Totally okay. You don't need to get to, through all 19 in one shot. If it means you only get through one or two at a time, maybe you do it over the course of a month or so. Cool. Write down what your spouse is saying. It's okay. The key is, you guys, we got to start. We got to start. So get one question down and just talk about it together. And some of you, you know, the sex life may have kind of drifted apart or you may be in this place where you're like, yeah, we want to do it. But, but it kind of looks, kind of looks vanilla. And mm-hmm. by that, I mean, like we're in the same position every single month or every single month, every single time. Which could be every single month. It, which could be every single month. Sure. But, you know, maybe you, you're just like, well, we only do one position and you're kind of like, oh. You know, it's like A, B, C, yeah, like we know the steps and we do the dance and then we're done. And so for you, it may be, you know what? I want to check out what Tony and Elisa are doing with Position of the Month Club, mm-hmm. right? They said it's new and improved. It is. <laughs> it, it is. And we're so excited. But but here's one of the here's one of the little things in the Position of the Month Club, guys. We couldn't have named it Position of the Month Club if there wasn't a Position of the Month. Like, and, can I can I be real clear? Like, the name implies what you're going to get. And that may be just enough of a catalyst 
for the two of you to go, let's just try something new, right? Because it's, it's different. Tony and Lisa have tried it. Tony and Lisa have a write up on it. You know, the, the club is there. And here's the thing. You can partner with us and, and receive this for as little as $2 a month. Now that is less than a drink at Starbucks. It's less than going out to eat. But let me tell you something with all the benefits that having sex is for your health, wouldn't you think that $2 a month to get a new position to try to improve your health? I don't know. I'm thinking that's that's a no-brainer. That's a winner. Yeah, I, I would think so. I mean, heck, after sex, I think I feel more caffeinated than having an espresso. I know you feel more caffeinated. <laughs> Although the prolactin kicks in and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm energized, but I'm going to sleep. Yeah, and that's the other good thing. You know, when, when you are connecting that way and, and if you do have sex at night, I mean, sometimes some of the best nights of sleep when I am stressed out, when I am feeling like there's overwhelm happening, for me, that release allows me to get the sleep that I need, that allows me and my body to be healthy, and same with Elisa. And so, you guys, as you go on this week and you start thinking about, all right, my health, my body, what's it mean? Let's stop always thinking about the exercise and the diet. I'm not saying that you can't, the good food, whatever it may be, but let's start thinking about our sexual intimacy and the importance it really has on us, you know, on our physically, personally, but on our marriage as well. Because when we're physically and sexually connected, I'm telling you, there are storms that you're gonna come through. There are gonna be things that are gonna come your way and nothing's gonna tear you guys apart because you guys got such a bond, such a closeness, that you're gonna be able to weather it. The storms will come, but you are so healthy. It's just sort of like, okay, we're gonna get through this. And maybe the way we're gonna get through this is we're gonna just go have some sex. We're gonna let this stuff go for right now. We're gonna clear our mind. We're gonna get a good night's sleep and we're gonna wake up tomorrow and we're gonna, we're gonna tackle this together as a team. So as you go out this week, think about what we shared today. How can sex make your, your marriage healthy? We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys. Thank you.